Yer! It's your favorite Straw Hat Nico. I really want Hanamaru Sumo to do good. If the anime success, we get more people into the fandom, and then boom, the manga sales will pick up. I don't know how it's gonna play out, but based on what I've seen so far, it's gonna be a banger. The opening, I was worried about it, but it actually slaps. And I could see people enjoying this series and talking about it for a long periodically time. I'm also really excited for Run With The Wind. You know how long I waited for a series all about running? I mean, yes, we do have some series where they talk about track, but have you seen any anime all about running, marathons, track and field? And that's like the whole focus. I have not seen it, it probably exists, but where they at though? It's a beautiful series. It's a reminder of how I felt when I first saw Welcome to the Ballroom. It's gorgeous, you're learning more about the sport, and you can see why these characters are crazy about their passions. It's amazing, running my favorite thing to do in the world. It's exhausting, makes your stomach hurt, but when it's all said and done, you feel refreshing, and it's a mental thing. When you're running half the time, you're just like, yo, I wanna stop, I don't wanna go a single more second. Sometimes your ribs hurt, and you just wanna lay down, but you gotta resist those urges and keep it going. Because when you're all done, you feel relieved. You feel confident. And that's why I'm excited Run With The Wind is a thing. And when it's all said and done, it's gonna be my GOAT for all sports anime. Calling it now. Angels of Death, that actually surprised me. So again, the four episodes, maybe an OV or two, but I was really wondering, why this kid, why not continue the way it was? Where it's gonna say, okay, 16 episodes and give us all the episodes in one sitting. Why end it at 12 and then give us episode 13 and then hopefully the remaining three episodes come to Crunchyroll. Isn't it a waste of time? But maybe they did it for a reason. Like maybe they thought I could finish it in 12. Then they realized, yeah, let's go back to the original plan of 16. There's no way we can finish it in 12. Maybe that's what happened. But yo, I gotta see the end to Rachel's story because I'm pretty sure the light novel doesn't have end yet. And if it does, it's not on Viz. How I get it? Amazon? Hmm. We'll see. We're really gonna see there. I have some more series to finish. I have 15 episodes left of Hunter x Hunter. Then I have to make a decision. Pick up the manga or not. Nah. I know with the manga, a lot of text. The art can be inconsistent. But we're gonna see. I haven't read a manga in a hot minute. I only keep up with a couple. Like One Piece, Jujutsu Kaisen, Black Clover, My Hero. Speaking of My Hero, we all saw it coming. My Hero getting season four. I'm guessing it's gonna come out either summer or spring 2019, but we gonna see. Now my thoughts on My Hero, it's cool whatever, but I'm not the biggest fan of superheroes. I do love a lot of the cast, but half of them I don't care about. I wanna see Toru put in work. I wanna see Jiro put in work. I wanna see Mina put in work. I don't care about the rest. They can be there, but it's cool. Now with Momo, I only don't like her because she has my favorite power in the world, creation, but it's like fan service. So you're telling me she can only make something if she knows how it's made. Cool. Things take her time to make. Cool. But she needs calories and clothing to make stuff? What? Bro, bro. That's dumb. If you've seen Daniel X, you'll understand why I'm upset. And Daniel X is all about his confidence. The more I understand something, easier to create. That makes sense with Momo as well. But what, I but what I hate about Momo and her character, they said in the latest chapter, 
or two, hey, Momo's a great thinker. She thrives under pressure. We've not seen that from Momo if you follow the series. I mean, once or twice, there's not a consistent trait with her that, oh, Momo, she excels at planning things out, making moves. No one's seen that from her. She's supposed to be a rich, spoiled girl who somehow got into UA. I don't know if it's because of recommendation or just because of her power, but whatever the case may be, what Momo has to do to become a great hero, think on her feet, and be confident in herself. Now, with the way her power is, I guess you have to dress up a lot so that way she has a lot of material, but that's so stupid. She needs clothes to make things. She can't just make things to make things. That's why I say Momo and me, I would want to like her as a character, probably my favorite power. But when doing stuff like that, it's just straight fan service. At least with Toru, it makes sense. With her quirk, she has to be the way she is. She wants to be noticed. She wants to be important. So I wonder, can she become visible or she's always going to be invisible? How come Eraser doesn't use his power on Toru so we can see her? What's going on? Now, with Jiro, what I want to see happen for her she learns how to either carry a guitar around with her to use it in conjunction with her power or be like Black Canary, just use it to do some crazy stuff. But we're gonna see. Now, Amina, I know she can do some crazy stuff. Maybe she can make chemicals and other types of things like that, but we're gonna have to wait and see because so far, Amina's not putting any work in my hero. It's kind of making me upset, but hey, I still stand her to this day. She avoids over everything else. Back to the matter at hand. This season, we have a lot of bangers. Rain just dropped. We have Panamar Sumo, Run With The Wind, JoJo Part 5, and I keep going. I'm excited. 2018 has been a crazy time to be an anime fan. We had a lot of bangers, a lot of stuff to enjoy. Now, of course, I understand not everyone likes anime, but with this lineup for fall, if you don't like anime, you'll find a series to get you into it. The rabbit hole we call anime. And it's kind of funny because I thought for the longest time I'd always be a casual. I would say I'm like semi-casual. I do watch a lot of anime, but I don't watch everything. But I am open to trying out new series. Speaking of anime, there are a lot and lots of reviews on Anglos. It's actually a lot of fun. And I'm still getting the hang of writing because I read this article and described how or this article describing how to be a good writer when it comes to writing anime reviews. Just say how you feel about the thing and what you think is important and give references, which makes a lot of sense because when you read an anime review, you're just trying to find out, do you care about this show? Is it worth your time? You can't just be like, oh, it's amazing because I love the look of it. I love the characters. Okay, give us a little more details. So I've been trying that and it's been a lot of fun. Hopefully when Angel's Death is actually finished, I might write a review for that bad boy. Same thing with Hamaru Sumo. We'll see how it all plays out. But right now, it's just interesting time to say the very least. I'm like 20 hours into Dragon Quest, approaching the 29th hour. I'm at the next boss fight to actually prepare. Hopefully I can one-shot it, because what about Dragon Quest? When you do a boss fight, it's really intense, and you don't even know what's gonna happen to the very last moment. With the last few boss fights, I struggled in the beginning, but towards the end, I put in work and I won. I was like, hey, let's get it. So I hope for this boss fight, it's not going to be like, okay, all this BS, do I have enough healing items that can prepare? Do I have the right spells? Yada, yada. We gonna see though. Hopefully I'll stream that sooner or later, some more of it. Cause whoo, 
it is fun to stream and I love doing it. I feel like personally I like making videos more because it's more of a challenge. With streams you can just mess up and you just keep it going. You have to. And you just do it so you don't feel like doing it. But with a video, it's like preparing a presentation. You can't just halfway quit a presentation. You gotta finish it to the end and you gotta make sure you prepared for the worst case scenario and you know what you're talking about. So things flow because we're not trying to see somebody read to us what we could already see on the screen. And that's why I like doing stuff like and reviews. It's helping me make better scripts and give y'all better content. Because the problem with making a review, it's not supposed to be, oh, this show is great and this, you need to watch it. This show is trash, don't watch it. This show is trash, do not watch it. It's more like, okay, I watched the entire show. Here's what I thought about it while watching it. Here's why you should care about my feelings towards the show. Here's why I got out of it. Here's the show in a nutshell. Do what you want with the rest. That's how I see your views now. So you take some like Love Live Sunshine. Obviously, I love season one. It was great, right? It really got me invested in the characters. But with season two, it broke the immersion because yes, I do get it now. If you're Japanese, your school means a lot to you. They value education. I get that. But we have characters who suddenly care about their school when earlier they were like, okay, what's great about my small town? What's great about my school? It throws you for a loop because they didn't start off thinking that way. Yes, for seniors, that's what they've always been thinking. But for the first and second years, no, that was not in their head until they realized that the school was going away. But even then, when they had opportunities to save the school, they still act the same way. That's why I keep saying, I get it. Season two had a purpose, but the way it ended, I wasn't attached. I wasn't upset when the school closed down because they had a chance to save the school. They had multiple chances to save the school. They bought more time, but nothing worked out for them. Yes, became idols, became famous, but saving the school didn't happen, but hey, the good news is they're all going to the same school. So if you're all going to the same school, why do you care the school closing down? That's why I think I can't stand Love Sunshine season two. Because when you think about that one thought, it ruins everything. Because we'll think about it. If you care about your school, education is important to you. And you hear something like, oh, your school's closing down. It's supposed to close down for so long, but it's finally happening. Just get more applicants and we'll save the school. It's not happening that way. What can you really do? You can be upset about it, but if you got more time to do things to save the school and nothing really changed, maybe it's just fate saying the school needs to close down. Now, if you can see your friends at the new school, why do you care? You're still seeing your same friends. Y'all still all gonna be together. That's what blew me. I was really sitting here like, y'all still all gonna be friends. So y'all could be upset, y'all could be crying, but. If y'all hang out after school, during school, what really changes besides location? And that's why I say, Love Sunshine, season two, you made sense, you made a good attempt, but you didn't really connect everything so we felt emotional like the girls did. Even Johan was like, I get how they feel, but they're doing too much. What's done is done. So bang, bang. But hey, I'm excited for the movie. It's hopefully gonna be a beautiful conclusion. And then we'll get to see or here's some news about the new group for Love Live. But I don't know, bro. I really feel like Love Live can go on for a long time. We can just, I can see Love Live going on for a long time. Just keep adding new groups, changing locations to the point where there'll basically be a location for every Love Live school 
or every region will be covered in Japan. But we're going to really see. And I cannot wait for the new mobile game for Love Live coming out. Because, boy, I've been waiting on this bad boy. I have a whole plan ready. So, look, I'm going to have a team of Nico, Johan, the new girls. It's going to be crazy. Whew. Takeover going to be real, bruh. So, yeah, that's it on the Love Live side. One thing I really want to talk about is I really feel like sometimes I don't understand the anime community. I get that, yes, people care about animation. They want a good story. But I think as fans, especially since most anime is not made for Western audiences, we got to just remember, we're not the core audience. We got to decide what's going to be heat, what's going to be trash. We can't complain. But after a certain point, we're doing it to ourselves. If I love horror films, but recent horror films aren't good to me, I could just find new genres. I could find new material, right? Plain and simple. But the way I see it on Twitter and just online in general, people just like to complain to complain. Yeah, I get it. It's their right. They can do it. But it gets irritating because I thought being a fan meant you take everything that comes with the package. You gotta understand to be some trash shows, to be good shows, and overhyped stuff. You know this, but if we're complaining about every little thing, that's kind of weird. And I did say this before. I've seen valid criticisms for both sides. Some sides have been saying, yo, we're mad about this thing because it can be better. We're mad about this because now people will not check out the manga because of what they saw in the anime. It ruined the pacing. It made things more confusing. Bad writing. Yes, yes, y'all can say that. But... Once again, it's always our choice to watch these things. Support what you like. What you don't care about, just ignore it. Keep it moving. I'm going to voice my opinion on it because I just want to go back to those days where you can just, you know, enjoy your anime. Talk about what makes it good, what makes it bad. And it's actual conversation, not just someone ranting to rant. And then if you even bring up a point or two because they don't agree with your point, you're wrong. It's wild times. But I do think the anime community is getting better because... With all the type of anime we have going on right now, there's really a show for everybody. So even if you hate a certain genre, there's a show out right now that can make you like it, whether it's old or new. I don't understand the whole notion of new versus old anime. So do we consider any anime past two seasons old, or are we saying new anime is from this season to the next one? How does it work? I have no idea, bro. I'm trying to stand this one step at a time. So we're saying old anime, five years, new anime, less than five years or four years. So let me get a receipt so we can all understand this together. Another thing I wanna bring up that a homie wanted me to talk about, how I feel about the anime community as a whole. I don't hate them, I just feel like I can only bond with a couple of them because once again, nothing wrong with having strong opinions. I understand as you get older, you're gonna like different things. When I was a kid, I hated Slice of Life anime. It was a waste of time to me. Why well, am I see people in a cartoon live their life? There's no point to that. But now I understand why you have slice of life anime. It can be one person's interpretation of how their life plays out. It's boring and mundane, but they want it to be interesting. Some people, their exciting life, they got used to it, so it's not exciting. Some people have an exciting life, but because they're used to it, it's just hectic and annoying and they're just barely getting by. That's why I appreciate slice of life anime. It's like in a way, a hot take or slicing somebody's lifestyle. what I love about it so much. I'm really liking Slice of Life right now in sports because with sports, they can really make or break a person's mentality. You could love a sport, like in Haynes Bado, and then it could break you because it separates your family 
or you feel like you have to keep trying because one day it will come, you can't play the sport anymore, and it'll be all your fault because you stopped practicing or just got injured. Brace the times you live in, to say the very least. Now back to the point at hand. Yes, I guess for some people, when they grew up, stuff like One Piece, just shown in general, it's not for them despite them being a dude. But hey, you gotta remember that. There's different demographics for everything. Just because you old as dirt doesn't mean you're not gonna like shonen. Maybe shonen has some stuff you care about. Maybe some people are the age and demographic for being into senin, but they don't see ones they really like. So I think the best thing to do is remember, not everything is for everyone. Like what you like, but people can do the same thing. Criticizing something doesn't mean you hate it, but if you're just bashing something to bash it and think your opinion is God, yeah, that's why some people don't want to join anime community. They just see people out here wilding, and then when they say, okay, so what are you going to do about it? They say the same five things. Oh, I'm just complaining and complain. Oh, I'll make a letter. Oh, I'll make a video about it. All right, cool, cool. I'll do that, bro. I'm going to sit here and chill. I'm done my days of ranting just to rant. Another thing I really want to talk about, Tony was asking me the other day, why do you stream on Twitch? Twitch is amazing. They're making good changes. And it's not like you go on Twitch. And the first thing you see is, oh, if you think you can grow, you're in the wrong place. That's not only the vibe on Twitch. Almost anyone can be on Twitch and be somebody. The trick is timing, how people find you being consistent. Because you know, life goes on. Sometimes you plan out a whole day and then life gives you the opposite. Oh, you wanted to stream today, but you got like two exams. And they're super important. Oh, you wanted to stream today. You have to go to this interview. Oh, you want to stream today. You got this internship that you need to respond to that call exactly four o'clock. If you don't, <laughs> your dreams are gone. So I get it, though. People are sitting here like, yeah, we want to support more streamers. But some people aren't consistent. They stream at random times. Or they just don't play the game that they care about. But keep this in mind. Maybe sometimes streamers want to play what they want. And no matter what, when you're creative of any kind, content creator streamer that's just part of the game you decide the pace and you have to deal with the consequences no matter what yeah i would love to post more but i want to really focus on posting when the moment arises i'm really focusing on posting when i feel like it and giving y'all my best versus just something just to give it to y'all because keep this in mind i do this all for a hobby if it goes farther than that amazing so yes i guess people could see streamers out here and say they would support them, but they barely stream. They changed up, which I don't see the problem that people do change over time, right? So look, the way Twitch is, the biggest problem I have with it was you can't really find new people easily. Let's say you have a friend there watching somebody. You're gonna see that new person because they're new to you. But let's say you're on Twitch, you don't know nobody, don't have any favorite content creators, just starting off fresh. How do you find people who play games that you like? Communities don't really help. But with tags, it's better because now let's say you want to see Dragon Quest, someone's first playthrough, and it's a blind playthrough, and they're playing casually. Boom, you can find it. Let's say you want to stay. Let's say you want to see Dragon Quest again, played by an expert. You can do it. You just can easily, you know, type in the tags and bang, bang, find that greatness. Search by tags or, you know, just hopefully get lucky. That's what always scares me about being a streamer on Twitch. You just never know when things can pop off. But also because you never know what could pop off. You see what happens sometimes on Twitter. Oh, gifted subs not working. Oh, you can't read chat. 
who knows what could happen. Literally anything is possible at this point in time. And I always remember that you don't pick the day you grow. You can only pick how you handle growth, failure, and success. So if you're trying to stream, start now, start tomorrow, just whenever you have time to. Because I can't get mad at somebody for not streaming because they want to get their life together. They're trying to make moves out here. Because I get it. Stuff happens. And it's just crazy that sometimes people forget about this. They think, oh, I subbed to you three months ago. You owe me content. We're not owed content. People can make content at their own pace and we just deal with it. Yes, I understand people saying, but what if they went from daily to monthly? Maybe their lifestyle changed. Maybe they realize they're burning out. Because burnout is not something to play with. That's why you noticed recently I pop up here and there. I barely tweet. And when I do tweet, I tweet a little bit. Then I just go away again. Or it's like a lot of stuff because... Yeah, burning out is the most annoying thing ever. Happened to me at least three times. Now with streaming, with just making videos and I hate it. It's really depressing. But I'm learning that, hey, for every successful person you see, they had a squad behind them. They went through hell and back and here they are today. Like, think about your favorite streamers. Even though you see some people come out and they've been doing it for two or three years. Two or three years is still a long time. Ten years is still a long time. Like... It's not just you wake up, sauce, clout, just like that. Nah, it's a process. It's an entire thing. So after I beat Dragon Quest, I have no idea what I want to stream. I do want to play the new Assassin's Creed, but I mean, can someone donate it? <laughs> but I mean, if it gets donated to me, yeah, we'll play that joint right now. But I can't just get it now to get it now. Because the way things are looking, the project's... They're manageable, but they require working with other people. The projects right now are manageable, but they require the help of other people. And I already think about them to make them good projects. And if I do it right, these projects can help me secure the bag for my career and have a good lifestyle. Mess them up, I'm only doing myself dirty. So it is what it is. It's crazy times we're living in. It's funny, I was just in it's funny because I was just a freshman the other day and now I'm almost a senior so <laughs> Ooh. so look 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 it's just really an amazing time right now motivation to make videos with them just trying to give y'all the content I deserve and phrase things the proper way because biggest problem I have I have a because biggest problem I have right now I have ideas but because I'm a perfectionist what I really care about I can't just throw up trash content or just mediocre stuff I want to give y'all a good flow a good video so I'm just trying you know roll with the punches and give y'all stuff when moment arises so yeah it's been your boy Nico kind of short but I said everything on my mind if you have any more if you have any more suggestions for future podcasts stuff you want me to talk about tweet at me or you know message me on this tweet at me or message me on discord or even DM me on Twitter and you're good to go I could say so much more but the crew needs me I could say so much more but the crew needs me